0: I heard something from someone, I want to say probably like, maybe like last year. And it was, it was a conversation about nutrition. And, you know, I had a really long phase of like, eating bad and not sleeping well, having kids and stuff like that, which kind of knocked off my routine. And you know, I had a pretty set regimen routine playing football, like you sleep X amount of time, you work out X amount of time, you recover this amount of time, militant for years. You throw in some kids, that quickly goes away. And what's hard about being a football player is like my coach always said he, he always said like, Do you know I want you to answer this too? Let's see if I'm see if you know the answer. Do you know do you know when you'll feel the best during the season?
1: At the beginning
0: Yeah He always said The best you feel He said The best you feel Is the first day at camp After that It's all downhill So during my Most of my life I've, I got used to feeling Bad Because I was always hurt um, dealing with Always dealing with Some kind of pain um, Always tired You know what I'm saying So I was used to being Not feeling good but not feeling good felt right because that was the profession that I was in, right? And once I was done playing football, you know, when I was playing football, I can eat whatever I wanted because I was burning hella calories, and I was always working out, so it kind of like balances stuff out. Once I was done playing, I was like, I was eating whatever I wanted, and I started to feel bad, but it was normal because I always felt bad. That makes sense, so. When I started to take my health seriously, when my my daughters got a little bit older, I got a nutritionist and whatever, and I started, like, learning about my body, how the body actually works when you're not a gladiator in an arena, like, knocking each other's heads off all the time, Um, and I started to, like, take certain, like, green supplements and started, like, learning how to eat correctly and start Managing my sleep better Understanding learning about sleep cycles And like learning about certain foods That work for me or don't work for me Start learning about like um, Going on morning walks Like all these different things And even like the biggest thing was like Bowel movements like knowing that like you should be going To the bathroom like a healthy gut They say it's like twice a day I didn't know that Where in my life that never was the case For me it was always like every other day Or every like three four days when I was going to the bathroom And I started taking care of myself and I started going to the bathroom every day. I would like sleep all the way through the night. I would feel energized in the morning. I felt sleepy at the right time during, during the day. And I remember texting my nutritionist like, damn, like I feel so good. I feel so good. I've never felt like this in my life. And she said, yeah, it's crazy. Like most people don't understand this. And she said, you never know you feel bad until you start feeling good. And when she told me that, that shit hit me like in my gut. And I was like, "Damn, that is a bar." Like, I finally feel good, and now I knows what it. Now I know what it's like to feel good. I always want to feel like this now. So now you put your there's a there's a there's a standard for yourself when you know how to. There's a, there's another side to this thing, and I think there's just such a good life lesson in general. Like, how do we know when we feel good, right? Like, if you're in a relationship, for example how do you know if you're being treated right or if you're being treated good like if you saw a bad relationship growing up and you're in a bad relationship it's all you know so that might you might confu- you might confuse feeling good to what, what to what feels normal right so this happens all the time where i'm from it's like you see you live up in a home where there's an abusive relationship and you grow up and you find you're attracted to somebody who is abusive, right? Verbally, physically, whatever. And that's normal to you. So in some regard it feels good cause it's like comfortable. And then you get into a relationship later where this man or woman is treating you really well. You're like, Oh my God, I had no idea there was another side to this thing to feel good in this relationship. And like, that's just something that I think we all can ask ourselves in all the different like roles or pillars in our life. So when I think about let's 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 talk about relationships for a little bit, right? So in my marriage, uh, me and Charlotte came from two different places. Obviously, I'm from LA, she's from Minnesota. There's ways that we did things in our relationship that made neither one of us feel good based on how we maybe talk to each other or maybe how we may have Did a certain thing And it didn't feel good And We didn't know any better If it made us feel good Or feel bad It was just like No this is just what it is This is who she is This is who I am And it's cool Like we didn't talk about it Years go on As you're together And you start to recognize Like hey I actually Don't like that I don't appreciate that It doesn't make me feel good And if you're in that For so long At some point It's going to break Like you're going to break And me and Charlotte Got to that point Where we're about to break So So I was like, all right, like, or we were like, all right, like, we need to see somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, we need to go talk to somebody because I'm fed up, you fed up, but we love each other and we want to be with each other. But we also know this ain't good. Like, this ain't good for us. So we started, we we sought out help and we went to therapy and we're going for some time. And we actually started We're like, like there was times I look at her, like, who the hell are you? Like, like, damn, I didn't know this about you. Or I didn't know this is, the, this is why you react that way and vice versa like oh wow i didn't know that that thing from your childhood or your past made you that way i understand now i don't know i want to work with you on that and just hearing that made me feel good because i felt i felt seen in something that i probably haven't expressed out loud to her she acknowledged that thing and then she gave me grace within that thing because she knows i'm going to work on it and same thing on her end and i remember you know going to therapy for some time and then i remember telling my therapist i'm our." I, I think I remember telling you at some point, like, damn, bro, like, I think when people think of marriage in, like, this, like, awe feeling of, like, love and bliss, I'm like, I think this is that feeling. I remember, I feel so damn good with Charlotte. Like, I just feel like she's, like, my homie, but she's also, like, my wife. She's also, like, my like my whiteboard when I got to throw something up there and just brainstorm or whatever. Like, she's, she's like, my everything, and that feels so good, but also knowing that we still have work to do. So me and my Charlotte were together for you know <clears throat> how long? Like seven, eight, no, eight years probably. Wait, no, eight, nine years together before we saw any help. So for eight, nine years, we thought we felt good, and we did feel good at some point. We were young in college, going to football games, NFL. Like we felt good, like all that surface level stuff. But when it came to who we are at the core. And who we want to be for each other The kind of family that we want to have The kind of marriage partners we want to be That's the stuff that we weren't working on And that's the stuff that eventually came up When things, when all the service level stuff Started to trickle away Like the, the, the NFL and the football And the going out and the, all that stuff And when we started to do the work And we saw Wow, this feels really good To like know each other on this level How do we maintain this? And it all comes from looking at each other, looking at ourselves and figuring out what are we doing now that makes us feel good and what were we doing before to make us feel bad? And when we are in either one of these seasons, knowing that we're in a season of feeling good, at some point it probably can go bad. But what are we doing here to make us feel good? When we're in a really bad spot, what are are, are the things that we do when we're feeling good to get us back out of this hard place like we, just, we literally just went through that Like I swear to God like I think like two weeks ago Me and Charlotte were just like at each other's throats Just in a tough part of marriage And I was like I'm sick of this I'm sick of going through this And I'm in the room Phone and close I say Charlotte come here And uh, she comes here and she's like Yeah I was like what do you need for me what do you think is going on? Like, like what's wrong? I was like, we're not vibing with each other. We're not really talking like all these things. Like what's wrong? What do you think we need to do? She's like, I don't know. I feel like we got to just like vibe more. And then she started laughing. I was like, no, I'm not vibing with you, bro. Like I'm just not messing with you right now. Like I'm just so frustrated with everything, no, but I think we need to like vibe more seriously. Just like talk and like hang out. Cause we just got through it. We just went through a hard three weeks. We just need to talk more. And I thought about, it. I was like, maybe she's right So saying good morning and good night and saying goodbye and kissing a goodbye, those little bitty things, little reminders of like, Hey, I'm with you and I love you. Now we're in this really good season again. And it was super easy to get back because that saying goodbye and good morning and whatever was what I was doing when we felt good. So I just brought that over to the bad and it got us out of that a lot faster because we're always going to go back and forth between not feeling good and feeling good. You know what I mean? Like the hard seasons and the good seasons, but it's about remembering the, the the tools that we had with each of those seasons and to go back to what i'm what i wanted to talk about is like you don't know you feel bad until you start feeling good i think marriage and relationships is a beautiful example of that because like the honeymoon phase for example like you feel great because it's exciting and it's new um this person's all into you and whatever and then, as soon as one red flag happens, you're like, oh, hell, nah, this is bad. Abort mission. And it's like, oh, no. Like, why? You know what I'm saying? Where is that coming from? So, but at the same time, relationships can get a little bit hazy with this specific topic because there's so many layers within like trying to become one with another person. I think another, um, I mean, do you have anything for me so far? Is well, that- yeah,
1: I was just going to say, I think the one thing that'd be interesting too, to mention is I think, I think that feeling good and feeling comfortable can sometimes get like mm-hmm. misconstrued. Mm-hmm. And I think like, even if you use relationships, it's like, well, I feel comfortable. Like if you're in your dating life to say like, I feel comfortable just being at home. Like, I don't want to go out and meet people cause I've, maybe I'm introverted and that feels like uncomfortable. So I feel good being at my house mm-hmm. or I just, or I feel good in an argument to be right or something like that. Mm-hmm. When I feel like the type of good you're talking about, it takes discomfort in order to get to that good. Yeah,
0: no, that's actually a really, really good point because I think one of the things that I've always been pretty good about was like it's a complacency because complacency is a comfortable place and complacency can get dangerous because when you're complacent, it means that you've gotten somewhere and you're okay with that and maybe you don't want to go farther because it's hard, right? Complacent people are typically people who have some kind of like um, accolades or achievement And whatever how, No matter how big Or how small the thing is You've gotten better At something To where now you're there And you're complacent And to get to the next thing It's really difficult So you don't want to do the thing And I think that When you feel good Feeling good it has a lot to do With complacency too You know what I mean So I think you make A really good point Like <clears throat> Comfortability is a, It can be a really dangerous um, Thing Especially depending On the subject matter As to what you're Comfortable with so, for me, like, like, what are some other examples of, like, you don't know, you don't know what feeling, you don't know how bad you felt until you start feeling good. Like, I wrote something down here. Like, um, I like, guess so I have family here. And I think what I, I wrote that down because, like, I mean, at the end of the day, it's still relationships. Like, I've gotten into it with my folks and my siblings and, like, you think you are all right. You know what I'm saying? You're going through, like, like man, when I got to the league, like. Me and my mom didn't talk for like two years because of some stuff that happened, and I thought I was cool. Like I went about my life and like did my thing. Didn't really think of, didn't really think about her when I know damn well I was. You know, I'm playing in the NFL and like I'm not talking to her and whatever. And then it wasn't until I actually started talking to her again, you know, X amount of years later, where, like this new light and joy in my life came back. That like this pop came back into me that I didn't know I was missing. And then all of a sudden I just felt really good all the time. So what I learned in that is like, well, I actually need my mom. Like I need to talk to her because she is my mother and she does love me. And we had a, I ain't going to say a misunderstanding, but we had a complicated thing happen in our relationship that we need to work through in order for us to both be healthy because we love each other. I mean, is there something to say about like, Oh wow, I guess I never thought about this But maybe feeling good Like you don't know how bad you feel Until you feel good Maybe that's in the con- That's also that's also something to be said About letting some things go To actually feel good Let's use the workplace for example again Like if you're at a job that isn't a dream job But you need money You're working this job for money Because you I mean everybody needs money like, But you gotta keep the lights on And whatever and oh, I don't want to go down that road because I was going to use like a really dark example. Like I'm going to say this. So let's say, for example, well, I'm going to talk to you about it first because I'm thinking about like, like I watch soft underbelly a lot. And for you, for those who don't know what software underbelly is on YouTube, you should definitely check it out. But I look at a lot of like, uh, like pimps and prostitutes and strippers and like all of like the really gruesome, like, um,
1: well, you workers. look at their stories. Yeah. Stories. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, and when you see them, they're not feeling good. They feel terrible, but they're in a mode of survival. They have to do this. Well, i ain't going to speak for the pimps, but I'll speak for like the prostitutes and strippers and people, drug addicts, people like that. And it's like, man, if you just, if you let this thing go, you will feel so much better if you just let it go. But there's layers to letting the things go. Like addiction and survival are two, are two of the hardest things to ever deal with. You know what I mean? Any kind of addiction, any kind of like being in a zone of like surviving, you know what I'm saying? And, I almost feel like I don't have the credibility to speak about this because those things are so deep. And I would say I haven't had to overcome anything like that hard to feel good again. And it's easy for me to be like, if you just let that go, you'll feel so good, you know? So maybe I can bring somebody on here who's overcome something like that to talk about it. Cause I don't feel like I have what it takes to, Tell somebody like that what they did to feel good after they feel bad for so long. You know what I mean? When I watch the stories on self Underbelly of the people who were, you know, successful in overcoming the addiction or stopping being a prostitute and whatever, they you just see the difference in, like, their skin for crying out loud, in their way they talk, everything. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I, I just think about all these things, and I think, like, it's, it's almost like, the reward is what's driving them, don't you think, over, like, what they're leaving? Yeah. I
0: mean, like, I think when it comes to addiction, it's like.
1: Like, okay, I'll just really quickly say, like, go back to your, like, your your relationship. It's like, well, you don't feel good, so you're thinking about what makes you feel better, mm-hmm. not necessarily letting go of, of the bad stuff. Mm-hmm. You would. Ra- you're more focused on like the good stuff.
0: Yeah. Okay. Are you and are you saying like the people who are on the other side probably aren't thinking about that? Yeah. Like stuff? you were
1: mentioning, like, oh, I should find someone that's like that's let something go in order to like get to the to the good, to feeling good. Mm. And I'm just saying, I don't even know if that's a thing. Like, I just think everyone who's in that place is like, I at some point I just have to get to the, I need
0: to feel good. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes. See, and even, like, having, like, that answer makes me think, like, why I want to talk to somebody to, like, know that processing. Because I can say in my own life I haven't really thought of it that way. I feel like I've, I've always been, like, blessed with, like, I've never had to, like, process something of the magnitude of, like, you know, addiction and stuff like that. And I feel like I've always been blessed to see both sides of a lot of things. Like, I lived in the big city. I lived in a deserted town. I had money at one point. I didn't have money at one point. I was, I've i been with, like, black women, and I've been in interracial relationships. I've seen two sides of a lot of things in my life, and that's why I think I have such a good perspective, and that's why I don't really judge people, because I can see both sides of, like, almost any story. Um, but I think with something like that, that's something I have not experienced Um, and I think it'd be good for me to talk to to somebody who has experienced something like that and see what I can learn from them. Because I think, you know, growing up, you see like, you know, you know, I saw like homeless people and like panhandlers and drug addicts on the streets all the time. And, you know, when I was young, you would hear adults say like, just get a job or like just stop smoking and whatever. And as a kid, I used to be like, man, if it's really that easy, like, uh, they should just do it. As you get older, it's like, it's not that damn easy. Like, it's really, really hard. And you don't know what these people have been through. That's why I love software Underbelly, because Mark asks the same questions all the time. Like, "Where's your childhood like? Do you have mom and dad? That's the first question he asks everybody. Because he understands that it comes from the root. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, all I have to say, I think, just talking to somebody in that world would be, like, really, really good for me to have that conversation. But all in all I think that like when I heard Jess say that like a year ago, like you don't know you, you don't know how bad you feel until you start feeling good. I think it's a good thing to like a good model to take into life when you don't feel good. Like, all right, like or I guess you don't I guess if you feel bad or whatever, like I said in the beginning and you don't know you feel bad, it's like, well I guess that's one thing. Like how do how does somebody know? If they don't feel good Cause I didn't really know Until I started feeling good <laughs> That I felt bad And I guess the only thing That I did was like Well that's not true Cause like If I wasn't sleeping good And like wasn't having Like the bowel moves Or whatever Every day like And I found out about Like you're supposed to do that Every day It's like okay Like I'm doing something If that's what's supposed to happen I'm Something needs to be fixed So I think it just comes with like Action on like Fixing a problem Within your life And then maybe by you fixing that problem, you recognize that, oh, wow, like I feel a lot better by doing this thing that I didn't know was a problem or that was making me feel bad. So what am I saying? Like it comes with like solving a problem that you may have or is it like looking at things that you want to get better at? Or maybe it's all of those things. And what are you hearing?
1: I mean, what if it's maybe it's just not even being complacent. Like it's almost like it seems like you're like testing to find out what is good,
0: that's actually a fact. Because that's like all I'm ever doing. It's like I'm always like, okay, like I can get a little bit better at this, or like they say if you do, like, I heard it. If you did this, you get better at this. Like all right, bet. Like let me just try it and see. Like I'm all about. I'm all about like trying to like level up here. And I think with that mindset, it allows me to see. To, to grow and then recognize that, Oh damn I actually feel a lot better That I do this now Like my body feels a lot better My marriage feels a lot better My relationship with my kids feel a lot better Work feels a lot better Let's, let's talk about like routines Right like Like a morning routine Like I recently found out like There's like this study that it's like Really hard for people to get up in the morning For whatever reason And to me it's like well I want to get up in the morning I going to start getting up in the morning Just like the spur of the moment Like F it But I feel terrible Why do I feel terrible? Well, in order for me to, like, feel good in the morning, I got to make sure I'm getting a lot of sleep. Oh, what time am I going to bed every night? If I'm going up at 5 and I, and I go to bed at 12, I'm only getting five hours of sleep. Oh, that's why I feel terrible. So now let me go to bed at 9, 30, and now I can get seven, eight hours of sleep. Do that for some time. Now I feel great in the morning. So I just solved this. I tested this thing, and now I'm solving this problem, and now I feel really good for this thing that I want to do. You see what I'm saying? So I guess you are right. I think it's, like, testing things out and seeing if that thing actually makes you feel good, Um and I think there's huge layers to this that aren't just, like, with self. Like, we talked about marriage and stuff. Um, but I think it does come with, like, I guess not being complacent and just trying things. I mean, we have, like, all this information to get better, essentially. And maybe it's just trying those things. But if you listen to the last podcast that we, I was talking about, everybody has an answer. I think this is a good one to listen to with that based on what I'm saying right now. Would you agree? Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. I think one way to know how you feel your best is comparing yourself to those who are in the same field as you, right? So when I play football, it's like, all right, like, we test, like, speed and strength and agility and all these things. And when we test them, I can compare... My numbers to theirs because a higher number means I feel good or I feel better because I'm performing at a higher level. That's what feeling good means in that context. And I think for me, when you look at just like regular life outside of football, it's like, all right, well, I see you every day. And if you run and work out every day like I do, then if I'm feeling crappy, but you feel good, what are you doing? I'm gonna ask you, I'm gonna apply it to myself and see if I feel if that helps me. That makes sense so far. Mm-hmm. So, I think the best way to know if you feel good is to, is, and this can be, get kind of dangerous, but compare yourself to those who are of the same mindset in life as you and seeing who is performing their best or, or, or who is performing better. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the only way it really works. If you think about it, it's like you got to compare yourself to something. You got to compare yourself to something. It can't just be you. And basing your answers off of you To
1: some extent Yeah no, Like When you
0: think about it That's actually exactly what it is Like we're also, like We're constantly comparing ourselves all the time Because we're always trying to get better Or be better than the next person That's just This is how we operate You know what I'm saying So i cut you off though What were you going to say No gonna I was
1: going to say But like if I feel good Then I feel good Yeah At some point I'm like I think it's good to like compare yourself And be like Well if I feel bad But that person feels good What can I be doing To like make myself feel good Based off of Maybe some of the things like you're doing. Mm-hmm. But if I feel good. I I don't need to compare myself to what you're at.
0: But where do you base yourself off of feeling good? Like how do you base your feeling goodness?
1: Well, don't you think at some point. I, I think that's like an internal thing. Like yeah. It's all subjective to some extent.
0: I think it's subjective to some extent. Yes. But I think it's also like the the, the proof is in the pudding. You know what I mean? Like. Oh, this is going to get so deep because like because feeling good can can all be based on just like emotion and like how you feel about yourself when like you just don't probably feel good. Yeah. This could just go down a whole other thing. Cause like, like I was listening to um, Jordan Peterson's um, a video of him a couple of days ago. He was talking about when he was in his clinical psychology, clinical stuff, he met with an anorexic woman and the anorexic woman was like, like she didn't feel good in her body, and what he did is he drew like lines of his leg, of his thigh, like like the width of it, and then drew it next to hers and compared them. Say, and said, he and she, he asked her like, whose leg is bigger, and she had a hard time deciding. Like she wasn't gonna say that it was his because in her mind, it's her leg that's bigger, and that makes her feel good. So it's like. But you don't feel good, like you like you like you're not eating. You see what I'm saying? So like, yeah, this cause got, this got like super yeah. deep out of nowhere. But like, yeah, like I don't. We got to bring Jordan Peterson out here to talk to him or something, because like that, because when you when you really think about it in a really really deep level in that way, that's what it really comes down to when you think about it. It's like no, it's all about like what you think and. where you're getting the validation from. Is it from yourself? Is it from somebody else? But I think, but I think there is like, again, I think there's something to take away from what I'm trying to get at is like, when I first started this, it was about my nutritionist helping me. And I'm saying, I took, I took action to take care of my health. I started to feel good. I said, damn, I never, I feel really good. And she said, yeah, people don't know how bad they feel until they start to feel good. And I think that's a good principle to have in life. Um, I think it's a good starting place to have in life. With what problems that you have You know what I'm saying And I think you kind of just take that And go from there But I think if there's like A deeper rooted problem That like Is you know Like a psychological thing Then I think that's something That you have to take up with You know Somebody else or Getting help or Speaking to somebody that you trust So Yeah that's a deep one though And I think uh, We could talk about that
1: One more question Yeah Would you change up the way That you're saying Like instead of feel good It's like How to Like be good instead of like putting feelings into it.
0: Yeah, probably because I think being good comes with like actual steps into how to actually get to what you what, what can probably get you to feel good. That's actually a really good point cuz I think like I had to do the thing in order for me to even know if it will make me feel good. So to be good takes action, to feel good takes you thinking that or to hear it from somebody else. Damn, that's good, bro. That's, that's really good. That's, <laughs> real. that's really that's really good. Like that's really good. So I think yeah, so I've had to rephrase it. It's like People don't know that they feel bad until they do the work to yeah. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, feel yeah. good or something. We'll work on yeah. that. So, uh, but yeah, that was good. Uh, you have anything else for me? Any questions? Anything? Okay, great. So, if you have any comments or questions about this episode, put them down below because I think this is might maybe a topic that can be expanded in a bunch of different directions. I just think when I initially heard this, I was like, damn, that's a good way to think about my own life and the roles that i played and stuff like that so yeah so hope you guys enjoyed that one and i will see you guys on the next one